What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol United Saints Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. And it looks like the script writers that work for the NFL created a fantastic Super Bowl experience that had everything from high-scoring offenses, defensive touchdowns, and a comeback by an injured Pat Mahomes as he is set to replace Tom Brady as the face of the league. Well, the second face. The first face is, of course, the referees, and they're the main attraction. And this year, they played their part well, as well as any other. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl in this week's episode, so if you have not seen the season finale of the NFL, this episode may contain spoilers. So put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times, and enjoy the show. On the show today, we have Jason and Scott. Welcome to the show, fellas. How y'all doing? What y'all do for the Super Bowl? I watched Uh, the first half at the house, and I didn't plan on leaving, and then a friend of mine was having a party, and in the second quarter, he's like, yeah, I still got plenty of crawfish. You're free to come over. So I'm like, all right. I don't like saying no, so... Uh, I went over crawfish. Th- it was my first crawfish in the season, uh, but I went over there at halftime, caught the Rihanna show, and then just stayed for the second half, and then got home. So, had a couple drinks, nothing too crazy. As uh, I, I, yeah, you know, as I get older, I don't need to do like Super Bowl parties as much anymore. I kind of just like to just sit and chill. Watch. Yeah, sat on my couch. Yeah, yeah. kind of nice. Watched it in my underwear. <laughs> Didn't watch it in my underwear, but I did sit on my couch. Had some some good food and uh, some snacks, some appetizers. Yeah. I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of friends these days, so uh, <laughs> just watched it by myself. <laughs> is there like a Buffalo Wild Wings up there? You could have just gone. Uh... There is a Buffalo Wild Wings, but yeah. no, I didn't get there. The game was good. Uh, the game was the really game good. Was uh, yeah, one of the better games we've had. Yeah, it was all uh, we could ask for in a game, really. I mean, I think was it the highest scoring Super Bowl ever? And the highest scoring Super Bowl was when the Niners beat the Chargers. I want to say nineteen ninety five. Anyway, they won forty nine twenty six for a combined total of seventy five points. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And okay. so this one was what was it thirty five thirty eight thirty five? So yeah, seventy three. A couple points shy. Yep. For the the Chiefs to kind of come back like they did, I, I guess. They figured something out at halftime to make adjustments on their defense. If you notice, like, in the second half, Kelsey didn't really play as much of a role, but Juju Smith-Schuster did. They were going to Juju a lot. I think he had, like, six or seven receptions in the second half. It it was a wild game because, I mean, the Eagles really controlled the game in the first half. It felt like it. Time of possession, number of plays, and it was that, um, man, that that defensive touchdown, that was really the – that changed the whole game. I mean, you could say that, you know, oh yeah, defensive touchdowns are so key, but I mean, that really changed the game. Yeah, they did. But, and it just, man, the, the Eagles controlled it and I only placed two bets on the game, but two, but it was kind of Eagles heavy. And it's like, even like the bigger bet I had was like, oh, I, I think um, Devontae Smith's going to have a big game. He did. He just did score touchdowns. Hurts <laughs> had all the touchdowns. Yeah. So I, lost I missed one of my parlays by, yeah, I lost mine. One of them missed by four yards. I needed four more yards from Kelsey. But, but how about all the all the betters that had Gainwell to score the first touchdown and he does and then it gets taken away and then it's hers. I know that just I was pissed. It's gambling, everybody. Gambling. But I mean <laughs> it was legit. The odds and they were like, oh wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> we can't pay yeah. out that much. I mean, he was definitely down short. You could see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people today are kind of well. 
people are talking about two things today. They're talking about the halftime show and they're talking about the penalty at the end of the game. Um, so for the penalty, oof, I mean, it's really, was it a hold? I mean, I guess if you, go yes, by it the was letter, a hold. It yes, was, a, it was hold. a hold. The player admitted that it was a yes. hold. I mean, I really, wish the, I really wish the player would not have, have admitted the it. issue is that they let more go throughout the entire yeah. game. Like they, and they were letting them play. At this point, right, that we're right. going to make a big deal out of it. Right. And, and, it, and it really just it. robbed us of, look, let's say they don't call the penalty, they kick the field goal, and then you're sitting there with the Eagles with a minute and 50 seconds to go down and, and either tie or take the lead at the end of the game. How exciting that would have been, and the NFL just took it away from us. Yep. Nope, sorry. And look, you, you could call holding on almost every play. So, yeah, the letter of the law says it's a penalty, but in that spot, it's like, Come on. Right. But, but also, totally. it's like, look, we've obviously been fucked before. So mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, I hope every team gets fucked. Yeah. Somehow, as a Saints fan, I'm enjoying it. And really, there's a growing sentiment of people around the country that are and maybe the world that are starting to get fed up with it. But, Jeff, and, you know, the, the, the jokes officiate, about the script. The officiating is the best it's ever been, Jeff. That's what Roger says, Hill. right? Well, they are. Said. They are from his vantage point. They are the best they've ever been because they're executing his orders to a T. <laughs> yep, following the script. <laughs> are we oh, sure uh, are Goodell's? Uh, and I name. don't. I look. I don't think the solution is full time referees. That just makes them full time employees of the Shield. Well, if you think it's bad now, wait till you get full time referees when they're getting paid, and that's their job is to run the show. No, are we sure. And Goodell's... then the, 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 the coin toss. They even gave the referees some extra lines that they've got to thank so-and-so and the heroes and this and that. No, the referees, we're not here for the referees, and yet the NFL keeps insisting on putting them, giving them more and more screen time. It's like a side character that shouldn't have anything more than two lines in the whole show. But they impressed ownership so much yeah. that they expanded their role for an extra five episodes. Right. <laughs> During the if you right, <laughs> referees reality show during the offseason. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's just whatever it's it's I mean, the Super Bowl, the game itself was so great. It's it's a shame that we were denied to to get to watch and see if Philly could score again. Now, I'm not upset that Philly and their fans lost the game. You know, couldn't happen to a better fan base as far as I'm concerned. So it's 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 fine. I mean, I, I was entertained the whole game. So that's all you want. You know, you just don't want to. 38 to 10 blowout. Yeah, definitely not a boring game. And like even because like you say, like the domination that it felt that Philly had in that first half, but in a sense, they weren't all dominant because Kansas City scored that quick defensive touchdown that contributed to the time of possession imbalance. It contributed to not having Mahomes on the field, but Kansas City, if you think about it, it was a complete team win. Their offense showed up. Pat Mahone showed up. Defense showed up and scored a touchdown. Special teams, they made the kick at the end to win it. I mean, it was a complete and total team win. And then they did what they had to do to win. And they they just played a great second half. Yeah. I mean, they really did. I want to know what the hell they injected Pat Mahomes with because that shit has got to be what made Captain America. Yeah. (laughs) it's definitely a version of the super soldier serum yeah for sure (laughs) so and it was it was it was just so surprising because leading into the game you're like oh philly's got the best two lines their defense one of the all-time sacking defenses and they didn't even have a single sack now yeah i know uh, the field was was a major point because they bragged oh it's 
we spent two years working on this field and we paid 800 grand to have people grow it out here and then put it on the trans slide in and the field was it, garbage. It was horrible. It's like, why do you even horrible. experiment for something like that for such a giant game like this? It's The NFL somehow continues to succeed in spite of itself. Right. It's amazing how they're able to do that constantly, like, constantly. <clears throat> Do you see the kicker? Like he could have, he could have severely injured himself on that. Which kicker was it? Was it a? I think it was Kansas City's. Yeah, I, I was, I was kind of uh, hoping that on that that last Kansas City field goal that he would have slipped on the field and like hit the center on the ass and be like uh, eight hundred thousand <laughs> for this field. That's what you'll get. Yep. And like they were, I read they were like field wouldn't have slipped. Turf. Super dumb. Yeah. Like I read that they like kept having to bring that they like would bring the turf out like daily to let it like dry out, I guess. Like it was on rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's one that's of the two stadiums the that in, dry in Las Vegas. And then bring it back. Yeah, they, they have the giant tray and they wheel it out and wheel it in when they have to use it. It's just man, it's for the biggest game of the season. It's not it just doesn't seem like a great idea. Right, no. right, right. So so that was part of the game but it's Who still wild are the to ad see. wizards that came up with that one <laughs> so maybe that neutralized the the defense somewhat it, it was just surprising to see them i mean did they did the defense make a single play last night for philly um, I mean, I, uh, garner johnson had that one big hit on the running back but other than that no and that's kind of what i i mean listen to the last show what i kind of predicated my pick on was that i thought that Philly had the better defense and, you know, one defense was going to have to make a play, either get a stop or get a turnover. And I really thought it would have been Philly's, but it was Kansas City's, you know? Yeah. CJ had two tackles. And I mean, I will say, especially in the second half, I mean, Andy Reid just put on a coaching clinic, the play designs that, that they ran just totally confused the Eagles defense. It's, yep. it's amazing because, you know, six, seven years ago, Andy Reid was a butt of jokes about, choking in big moments and I, I don't know what happened to him i mean obviously it helps he have got rid of Mahomes, he got away from donald and mcnab and he got my homes that <laughs> definitely helps but just the the play designs were incredible to have these quote-unquote no-name receivers just completely wide open completely yeah. wide open and I they say that uh he beat philly like that he actually beat his old team i love that it was philly that got beat by their former coach sure hope we don't end up in that situation in a couple it's years. coming well no because we're never gonna make it back to the super bowl <laughs> they have that line i don't remember it was some some movie i don't remember what it was but they're like the hardest thing to do is to um be doing the same thing you've been doing all year and then at halftime of the championship game change everything to 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 win you know and that's that's what they did well whether they Changed everything to win, or right? Or they had something that they did. I mean, yeah, they saw something. Then they that... did that little circle, the dance thing at the end, that oh, last yeah. second to last play. But even even, even that didn't fool the defense. I mean, they no, ended up it didn't. It's it kind of like you're going to pull that off. You need to score, or else you look pretty stupid. But then they scored on the next play or something. But I, I like I was surprised too. I mean, I thought I, I I thought Philly would be able to just run it more i mean hertz was the leading rush i mean gainwell had 20 yards sanders was mia i put sanders yeah. in a couple of my bets that 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 killed me but they you know Devontae smith 100 yards oh. aj brown 96 yards and a touchdown i mean they got it 60 i mean hertz was hertz was incredible in the game he really was yeah so but it really he, was like him against the chiefs i mean granted you know Devontae smith and aj brown and, and goddard goddard whatever you want to say like 
he put the ball in their hands, but I really don't think Philly got much help from their running backs. No, I mean, Gainwell averaged three yards a carry, Sanders 2.3, Boston's mm-hmm. got 2.7. They didn't do a thing. And that's yeah. kind of how they were able to win during the season and, you know, run Kansas all over City took teams. it away. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, without Hurts, Kansas City would would have killed them. But at least, I mean, if you're a Philly fan, at least you're feeling good about Hurts because there were questions of, yeah. Oh, they didn't play a tough schedule. They beat shitty quarterbacks. I mean, Hertz did everything he could. He, I think he, yeah, he, he looked. He looked like a, like the real deal. Yeah, he. Th- this was not one of those Super Bowls where you know there's an embarrassment and the other team shouldn't have, like when the Rams lost in 2018, uh, and it's like they shouldn't have been there. No, should definitely have been us. both teams. Both teams deserve to be there. Yeah, it was and a really good game. Philly, who we yeah we've all been saying they were played a weak schedule and they shouldn't have been there, but. They won when I mean, it mattered. These these were look, these were definitely the best two teams in the league. You can't re, you can't argue that at all. That's crazy. Philadelphia two years in. And then they also went two years into Doug Peterson's tenure. It's look, when you when you have a quarterback like that, you can win. That's we're finding that out. Well, let's go, Derek Carr. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> car is not hertz no but yeah. you can go to hertz and rent a car yeah <laughs> <I don't. laughs> hey how long have you been waiting for that one huh oh a long time actually it just popped into my head it's like oh, okay. Marshmallow, okay yeah a little improv yeah so um, yeah the, the the halftime show i mean i don't know I was surprised because I don't listen to the radio anymore. I'm surprised at how many songs I actually knew. I was it was a great production. I was look, that's it's what the halftime for halftime show was it for. Was it's not, it's not for great. Us. I don't know where you're what what do you think was great about the production value? Because all it was was a couple of floating platforms and dancing. Oh, I mean, uh, that's hard parkas. to do. Those floating platforms aren't very easy. Right. That was, the way they had yeah. them lined up. I mean, if if we things. tried to do that in a Superdome, two of them would fall. <laughs> the lights you know. would go out. Right. It's it, it, we, we wouldn't have made it made it work. But look, it was the, the, the halftime show is not for us. We're, we're outside that, that demographic. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was fine. That's why I was, yeah, I'm not as critical over it because, it, right, you, you hit it the nail on the head. It was not yeah. for me. It wasn't yeah. our thing. We're too old for this shit now. But Until they do the like, whole, oh, like, yeah. we're going to bring in, you know, 311 or Green Day, like somebody oh, from the 90s. 311 <laughs> right. was really good. Then I was like, oh, that's best halftime show ever. I mean, right. Screw Prince. <laughs> exactly. But the, the to me, like, production value was simple. Like, it was good in its simplicity because there have been some very elaborate productions in the halftime in the past several years. Yeah. This, who was it? Was it Bruno Mars running through all the stuff or Justin Timberlake running through the stands or something? I mean, there was like, they did some crazy shit. And then this year, and maybe part of it was because she's pregnant and you know, yeah. she didn't move a lot. She just pretty no, much she stood didn't. still the whole time. No, I, I, I really expected like Jay-Z or Dre or I expected some or somebody else to come out. And, yeah, usually you know, they have like a surprise appearance mm-hmm. by somebody. And Jay Z was at the game, so I mean, he could have came out there. I'm just saying, no, it's just Rihanna. It's her moment. She's the hero. People Which, just like to complain about everything. Oh, yeah, there's everything. no, there's no need to complain about the halftime show unless it's like actually awful. And it wasn't. It was fine. Right. I was open for some dancing shark moments. That's why I was watching. There was no. Uh, <laughs> we I was hoping for some cl- for some clickers to show up. Ooh, so, yeah. <laughs> the commercials weren't great. They oh, they were gosh. just they were horrible. They were. It's almost like because so like so we know they haven't been good the last several years, but they were like trying too hard and trying to be. 
as uh, inclusive as possible, right? The, the commercials of the last several years. It felt like this year, the ad agencies were like, we're just not going to try about, like, they're not worried about that so much and throwing that in your face. And they use a lot of animals. They use a lot of, like, they kind of just avoided altogether yeah. anything that could potentially be ridiculed. And then also, like, they lost, they really didn't, it's like they tried to be funny again, but they but just, they just, they it, it just, man. Some of them were okay. Like the electric vehicle one, like the 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 ED spoof, that was actually a funny commercial. You're talking about the Will Ferrell? No, no, the one about the electric truck, and they made it a play on like erectile dysfunction. Oh, I, like, oh, like I if, that if one. you have oh, EV, I saw that one. you know, <laughs> consult your doctor or whatever. That, that well, was that's good. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought the, uh, like the E-Trade babies, like it was, it had its cuteness and a little bit of nostalgia, but it was kind of like, really? Like we're bringing yeah. these, they should be older also. The um, worst one was the one with Miles Teller where he was, his girlfriend was like on hold on a, on a speakerphone on hold for somebody. And like he got a Bud Light out and started dancing. That was the whole commercial. And then she started dancing with him. That's stupid. Like, I'm like, how? That's how well, what, what, okay. What was the blue moon? It was like this is a Coors Light commercial. No, it's yeah. a Miller Light commercial. Coors Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, and at the very end, it's like, nope, it's so a, it's a moon blue commercial. Moon commercials. Uh, well, Coors. Well, all I can think moon. of is that the sa- I was going to say the same parent company must own all yeah. three. <laughs> Coors makes Blue Moon. Okay, like, okay. okay. And, the Coors plan. They like. And I know, moon. and I know Miller and Miller and Coors are under the same umbrella now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. it was well, that's, 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 that's smart. They advertise all their beers with all their beers. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like the uh the the. The Affleck Duncan commercial. That was funny. That wasn't bad. That wasn't too yeah. bad. I mean, honestly, the best commercials were the trailers for movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, they did oh, the, the Trojan horse was a good one. Yeah. That the one cybersecurity. Bad. That one was okay. Well, they Tubi did the... rabbit holes was good because I'm like, what in the fuck am I watching? The rabbits that were like attacking people and like pull them and dragging them into holes. One. And then we're like, what is this a commercial for? It was like one of those where you've got to watch. And then at the end, it's like, all the rabbit holes you could want to go down to be <laughs> the the um they had a gardens of galaxy kind of trailer commercial to tell you that the trailer was online it's like well then just show the trailer on the tv why are you showing me a commercial to tell me it's online the hits baby because it's all about the internet hits. it's all about scan the qr code it's an interactive immersive experience somebody else did that too it's like scan the qr code to oh watch yeah all the different whatevers and i'm like so, how about no. so they the 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 flash was the best like i've probably watched that trailer at least 10 times but again like we everybody saw the trailer before the super bowl i don't care it was still amazing it's it was pretty good i mean i'm all in on that movie yeah definitely serena williams giving her motivational speech serena williams was was in a few commercials she She was was in alan caddyshack caddyshack which being a golf guy i was like oh okay well, they had the uh, like the, in the, the caddy on there. The the guy who was in the movie. Oh yeah, was her, <laughs> Danny. Was her Danny Noonan. Uh, you know, Tony Romo as Bill Murray's character. If they they should have had Bill Murray. If you're gonna do the commercial, oh, like, but I think Bill Murray's dying, right? <laughs> I don't think so. No, he's, he's not. Actually, he's, he's not. Actually, but he looks like he is. He's gonna be in Quantum Mania this weekend. He didn't. Yeah, age he well is. At all. Put him in the commercial. Uh, yeah, you just, think the it, T-Mobile commercial with Bradley Cooper and his mom was originally supposed to be a real commercial, and then when they saw how bad his mom is, they were like, "Yeah, we gotta rethink this thing. Like, this is terrible." And like, well, what if we just show the fucking outtakes and make it like that's the point? Okay, yeah, let's do that. 
Uh, she possibly. looked bad. <laughs> like when they showed like the clips of that were, I mean, I, I can't imagine she's good at acting like a bad actor. Like that had to be real takes. <laughs> but overall, just the commercials just aren't what they used to be. No, not even close. So no. maybe one day we'll get back to. And you notice this is the second year in a row now that like you didn't see. I don't remember seeing a Coca Cola ad. And no, it's just the Pepsi ads. With there was the, no Budweiser. A lot of celebrities. Well, they had a Bud Light. There was the one Bud Light, but yeah. usually Bud usually Bud like no yeah. really Styles. takes over. But yeah, t- I, miss, I mean, no I miss... Dorito. I don't remember seeing Doritos. No, they, oh, wait, they I had... did see one. The angle, something about an angle. That wasn't the Breaking Bad one. That wasn't a Dorito one. Oh, yeah. that was that yeah. was. Uh, they need to bring back the Bud Bowl. The Bud Bowl was great. I don't think they need to bring it back. They do. They need to bring. Yeah, it they back. do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We need, we need the return of Bud Dry. <laughs> Bud Ice. Um, trying to think of what. Was but I mean, I wasn't fully paying attention to all the commercials. So I know there were some that I, I just either. missed. So plus, I was I mean, I yeah. left. You know, towards the end of the second quarter when I went to the party. So. I, I will say it's it's probably it's it's interesting because I I feel like this is the quietest post Super Bowl in a while where usually there's so much that people are either complaining about or criticizing or making right. fun of or there's a bunch of memes yeah. there's a bunch of everything all over and right it's kind of like everybody's just kind of like all right the Super Bowl was last night moving right along I still don't know who that flag football girl was I haven't figured that out either Maybe she the- was a real player. I understand, but they've and been the promoting female, that for like football league. They've been promoting that commercial for like months now. Yeah, I mean, really, the biggest the biggest meme seems to be um, the the coach crying during the anthem. Yeah, yeah, especially since they lost, and then you get the <laughs> yeah. But yeah, still, that was good. I still don't so. know what the color of the damn. I didn't check my bet. To I thought see. I saw so a picture. W... It looked like it was either blue or purple. Is the he was, I saw flag, he was wet, but I couldn't see anything else. Is the women's flag football thing, is that them promoting kind of like the WNBA and they're trying to do something like that, like trying to turn a, the women's no football what... league into a WNBA experience? Because, I mean, they, it was a pretty big endorsement for... I don't, I don't even you know, know what the point of the commercial was. I mean, I, I, mean, I saw be... people trying to get her trying to get her flag and they couldn't get it but the point of it that, was i couldn't that, tell you what it was for well because you didn't pay attention then because the point of at the very end the nfl is it's like the nfl is like proud to support you know women who are pushing football forward for women and so i think it, i think it was an endorsement for a female flag football league which well, maybe they're gonna put if you want people to watch that and you want that to grow you're gonna have to put it on tv it's gonna have to be accessible. So I would imagine it was to get enough interest for people to say, hey, where can I watch this? And then maybe like a ESPN two or something might start carrying it. And if it's good, people will watch it. The Gatorade commercial was uh the Gatorade was purple. There you go. Oh, I would have that's what I was gonna guess. They did have that 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 purple had good odds. Too. Is that how you pronounce it? Tubby Tubi commercial that Tubi. really confused oh, yeah, a lot of people. Confused a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. Which the rabbit one that I was talking about or another no, one? No, no, the two B where they, they were showing the <laughs> announcers of the game and then all of a sudden it looks like your smart TV oh yeah windows pop up. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was good. What did you think about the announcers? <sighs> yeah. I mean, it, it was nothing memorable about it. like next year. Well, I guess what Brady's gonna be taking over the role for Olsen, right? 
Well, I, I don't know. Brady said he's taking a year off, though, right? Like, right. Like the, yeah, I think it's next, not this season, but the following season. The but whatever he decides to do, it is going to be him. I mean, the the two, they're not bad. They're just kind of milk toast. Like, there's just no, there's no gravitas to it. It just felt like it didn't feel like oh, like Buck and Aikman or Jim Nance. Right. It didn't or, feel big. It didn't right. feel big. Exactly. It really didn't. So, I mean, it's I know more like a regular Sunday, three o'clock. Game I just don't. I mean, Fox is kind of in that spot. They don't when they lost Buck and Aikman. They really don't have a replacement so, in line for it, so it did kind of, yeah. There, there was something, a little something missing. I thought. So is it when it's on an NFC stadium they do Fox, and when an AFC stadium they do CBS? No, it's, no, it's 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 just the rotation as part of the TV packages. It's just they okay. do a rotation. So, so we don't know who has it next year. I don't know offhand. Hmm. I mean, I it's got to be it last year. So. I mean, CBS, NBC, or ESPN. Or ESPN, yeah, it's going to be one of those three. Where's you know, may, maybe was, I don't even know. I guess Fox just didn't have anybody that really could have. I mean, nobody really has the seasoning in or Vegas the chops next year. to really do it. Is it? Derek Carr coming home to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? And CBS is going to air the Super Bowl next year. Okay. Gotcha. Well, so that'll be Romo. Yeah, Romo and Nance. Nance. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, quick Saints news. Um, the car deal did not go through as we were kind of maybe expecting or hoping that it would before the Super Bowl. But I think this is a better case scenario. If we end up signing him, it's better that we don't have to lose anything in a trade. Yeah, definitely. And and I would imagine that that was probably discussed when Carr was here. Right. Um, he hasn't visited any other teams and he canceled meetings with other teams. I mean... Like, do you but think he, like at dinner they were like basically, hey, look, we're gonna do this, but fuck the Raiders, right? Like, and it could be. I mean, I would imagine they car probably gave the Saints his word. Look, like they probably worked out numbers or talked about numbers a little bit to where they made sure that they were in the ballpark of what he was looking for. And as soon as he becomes a free agent. We're, is, we're in the conversation, right? Basically. Which is, I mean, they have to cut him by what the fifteenth in the no, two I mean, days. It's, I think it's like tomorrow. Oh, is it? His forty million becomes guaranteed, whether it's today or 15th. tomorrow. Carr has no plans to extend his February fifteenth deadline. Got it. That triggers forty point four million guaranteed. Right. So, I mean, they're going to cut him tomorrow, and then he doesn't have to wait. Is there no love lost? On I think he would. He would have had to wait till March fifteenth. But he doesn't have to wait now. He can sign whenever he wants. And you would think, too, like if anybody does reach out to him and make it him offer that they had some kind of a under the table handshake agreement that he would. Right. Like an understanding that he would sign yeah, with us. Somebody will let text us or let us match him and let or whatever. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll I have a feeling like... he's coming here. I mean, Dennis, the, the relationship with Dennis Allen has to count for something. I just and like we said, quick. we're not saying like I'm sitting here acting. Like, it sounds like I'm acting like we got to get Derek Carr because he's the greatest quarterback and we're going to win the Super Bowl if we get him. No, it's more we can't have Andy Dalton. Yeah, and I fear that if scenario. we don't get Derek Carr, that we might end up with Andy Dalton. That we're possible. not going to get like Aaron Rodgers is not coming here. Now, New, York, not coming New York's here. talking to him or asking right. to talk to him. Um you know, yeah. Lamar, I think, is going to end up staying in Baltimore. I mean, nobody's then, talking about him at all. No, not a bit. No, it's and look, he he's clearly an improvement on Dal- over Dalton, but it, there's a ceiling with him. You can't. We're talking Lamar believe, or Carr. 
I'm talking about Carr. I don't okay. think he can win a Super Bowl with Carr. So uh, I don't necessarily oh, agree can. with that. I think you can. If you build a team around him and he manages the game, I mean, you the old Trent Dilfer. Yeah, I mean, Alan, Alan is Dilfer. still our coach. Well, then you don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Dennis with Allen. Allen? I don't think I can win a Super Bowl with either. Okay. Now, look, we can we can Sean win this bet with Derek Carr. You don't think we'd win? Uh, I'd feel better. <laughs> but I, well, you got the next best thing. You got Pete Carmichael. Oh, jeez, uh, okay. Peter Michael. <laughs> so, well, it, it's just you know, and I've been thinking this for a while. I'm re- I was ready to. It, no, look, it doesn't guarantee anything. A lot of teams can miss on early quarterbacks, but I mean, you saw it last night. You you need a guy like that to to really have hope that that yes, we can build something. And the Saints just aren't in that spot right now. And I'm like, what's what's the is their plan to just be good or try to be you know above average? I mean, we're not going to be a contender any now. Thankfully, the NFC kind of sucks right now, but we're not nearly close. Even if we added car, we're not on the level of the top six or seven teams in the league. I mean, you say we're not in that spot, but if you look, I mean, we were literally one pick away from getting Mahomes. Like we I mean, you you can hit on somebody like that. You can, but it's it's incredibly hard. Oh, it's very hard, but it still has to be top of the draft. Whereas if you go car and you're 10 and seven, you're picking. 23rd you know we'll, we'll make the playoffs and then get bounced by a better team so it, it's just it, it, it kind of uh, there's a ceiling and then it also slows down the process of actually rebuilding you know sure we'll have a well we might have a couple of winning seasons here and there but what's what's the end game i just don't believe we can be a championship team the way they're currently constructed and they seem to be now let's let's do this i mean at least they're giving Allen, all the weapons he will need to completely fail. So there's that. <laughs> so I don't know. It's I'm I'm kind of torn. He's obviously better than Dalton. I don't want Dalton as our quarterback, and there's not a lot of options out there. So you're kind of stuck. But then I would just rather look be Houston and go two and fifteen. It's gonna suck, but on the other side of it. I, at least I feel more optimistic about it, I guess. There's times where you think that that's the plan. I mean, the, some of those decisions like keeping Pete Carmichael, keeping Dennis Allen. Yeah, look, let, let's just go 10 and 7 and win the South. There you go. Which, look, you know, it's it'll be fun to go to the play. Look, it's I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not going to enjoy going to the games if we're if we have a winning record and we win the division. I'll clearly enjoy it as a fan. Yeah. Well, again, like you've got to reset, calib- recalibrate your mentality. We are no longer the 13 and 4 or even 12 and three, but, okay, we, are but, a, we are a team that will have to fight our way into the playoffs. That is who we are. And then if we get in, and the funny thing is we say like, oh, well, there's no chance we're going to win because we are not how like Philly, like there's no chance we would have been able to stand up to either of those two teams last night, right? Probably but not. For some way, like there's also like we had that juggernaut and it, didn't work four times. It's hard. It's hard, but at least I had more confidence in yeah. our previous team. We I guess, just... yeah. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Weird, weird situations. So yeah, it's a yay, no Dalton. Nay, we're kind of slightly above middle, and that's kind of what we're shooting for. So yep. All right. What so now, so what, what you know, what what happens if Card doesn't sign with us? Then we're fucked. 
then I, mean, I think it, I think we actually are going to be in the conversation for one of San Francisco's quarterbacks. Yeah, Garoppolo is a free agent, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The other Garoppolo. thing is you got 55 million over in the center cap, which is actually not bad considering how it's been in the past. Like, oh, it was 100 enter- last year. Yeah, I was going to say, weren't we like 90 or 100? Yeah. So 55 million, we laugh at that. Uh, but how do you fix that? Like, what is your fast go-to solution? I mean, well, th- and that's cap? so, and that's, well, that's part of it too. If you bring Carr in and you try to make a run with him, do you, do you negotiate more contracts and just continue to kick it down? And yes, we've been able to do that successfully. I mean, the, the salary cap is, we've been able to skirt it and it, with, with no big deal, but I mean, it, you know, is your mode of operation to continue? Yep, let's just keep doing this, keep doing this, keep doing this, keep doing this to sacrifice that to try to go ten and seven. Is that is that worth it? So that's that's another big question. Or do you, you know, fit what you can, but don't necessarily try to negotiate everything because I mean it all just gets pushed at some point. Even though we always find a way to manipulate it, but I don't know. It it's just. It just makes me question what what are they thinking inside the building? What's what is what is their plan? Right. And you're gonna have a bunch of restructures. I mean, the roster's still good enough with some of the older players. We can probably survive another year or two at that. And then at some point, you know, they're gonna I mean, Cam's not gonna be around, Demario's not gonna be around much longer. I mean, Honey Manager's older. We got some older players on the roster. Gonna have to turn them over at some point. But I you guess you gotta believe that they also like they got to have these spreadsheets set up to where when they did when they like they already know a year or two or even three years ago. Well, post COVID, they had to redo all their spreadsheets, maybe, but they like they know what moves they've got to make for the next three or four years. They've got, I mean, they can project. So, like you know, for example, that this they they knew two years ago when they did Cam Jordan's contract, how whenever it was that. At, in 2023's offseason, we're going to do the restructure, reduce him to the league minimum, and convert him to a sign-in bonus, and then spread out whatever $12 million for over his last three void years or something. Like, that's all got to be projected, and they already knew all this going in. Yeah, uh, look, they, they do. They do it better than any other team. <laughs> I'm not right. denying their ability to do that. It's just a question of, is it worth it at this point? You know, when you had when you had Drew, fuck yeah, it was like you maximize every single season you have with Drew. Totally made sense. Totally behind all of it. Do you do that with Derek Carr? Or God forbid, if you don't, if you if they don't get Derek Carr, then they have to seriously look at okay, now we got to reset. Just there's nobody else out there to. I mean, there's there's no quarterbacks out there. No, there's really not. Not this year, at least. No. You're going to have and, to get, I mean, I don't know. Do you end up with Dalton again? I mean, probably. I don't know what else we can, unless, do you try to go full-time with Taysom? Oh, no. I mean, right? No. That's not gonna, That's not a great option either. I mean, yeah. there, there's not a lot of good options for, for this season. Full. You know, yeah. like for, for the immediate 2023 season, there's not a lot of good options. But at some point, you, yet, you have to have a long-term vision. Where do you think Jameis ends up? James, he'll still watch the games from London, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Oh, James. James. <laughs> Not here. Because that this this relationship is over. 
I mean, if he's got to feel like he wants to leave, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he yeah, he's not going to want to stick around after mm-hmm. what we did to him this year. So, yeah, he's gone. So yeah, who's our? You going to have Dalton Taysom and and who? Did they actually draft a second, third round quarterback? I, they might. Because you're going to oh, have no. top three. I just don't a, like that. I don't know if I care about like I don't uh, drafting a quarterback this year just feels like a stretch. Well, especially it's since like we're, we're going to get a Garrett 20, until 29th. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Or uh, Ian Book. You know, it's going to be something like that. And like, why waste a pick? I mean, I don't. Well, at yeah, some point, you got to take shots i don't mind it always move up <sighs> I mean, we didn't have to give away pretty high to get a really good quarterback i mean that's that's the that's the problem and anyway, we don't not have that, that scared us away before that. but it just seems like this year is not the year to do that Mm-mm. just take our take our lumps it'll be painful take our lumps let's suck for arch it's not gonna look good when they when they go up uh you know whatever they do on the season tickets because you know that's coming <laughs> yep just like the bellies uh, that was so frustrating. Yep. Great time. All right. Uh, you want to do some pickums? It's all about the king for like the rest. Your failure is my success. It's all about control. We make it. I will deliver the pain. You can't take it. I'm in control. All right. And so with all the picks in, Jason. So you, the the fans didn't know who each of us picked. So you want to reveal that you picked Philadelphia? I did. I picked Kansas City. And J.A. Arella took Philadelphia with you, while Drummer took Kansas City. So they split their picks up too, which means that there was never going to be a chance for us to win. Those sons of bitches. So actually, because J.A. Arella... Aurelia missed five games. His percentage is still higher. So if you go by percentage, allowing the bye week for him, he would be the champion. Drummer, though, played all 103 games and was 55 and 48. I was 54 and 49. uh, Jason, you and James tied at 53 and 53. Okay. Hey, above 500, I'll take it. Yep. And the big easy guy, John, though, was between me and y'all so okay then after y'all came the mailman oh the mailman was tied with y'all 53 and 50 and then mark brennan and that was all people above 500 then we go to the people below 500 starting with wesley mr coach klein scott jambalaya brothers tom ensign sans hobbs neil paul perrette ben ali gibbs trevor bruno christian mino farmer px saber and wayno but neil of the people who played who only missed less than two weeks. Neil is the last place with a 40 and 57 record. Classic. As is, of of course, the tradition. That's right. (laughs) It's an annual tradition. That's right. So there is Pick'em's. No more Pick'em's for the rest of the, till the season starts up again. Yeah, kind of nice. Right? Should we start promoting our draft special now? <laughs> uh yeah, tune in everybody for the draft special. But uh actually we we didn't do I keep talking about this and we uh, there's some we're going to have to maybe save and look up. But I did want to point out a couple of Saints oh. predictions that we made at the beginning of the year. James Oof. predicted 13 and 4. Oof. Jason <laughs> and James predicted 13 and 4. I predicted 13 and 4. What the fuck was wrong with me? Yep. Scott and Wesley predicted 12 and 5. And then me Gosh. and Ben predicted 11 and six. And ooh, we were way off. 
Well, we suck. Yep. I don't think the Saints suck. Saw that. Yeah, yeah, we were fine. Jason, you said Jameis would be the NFL MVP. Scott <laughs> said Jameis breaks Drew's Saints all-time passing record of that sounds like what 476. Yeah, God, that was horrible. James I... said Jarvis Landry would lead the Saints in receptions. Nope. Thank you. Nope. Wesley said Michael Thomas plays 15 games or more. Nope. <laughs> he said Landry leads the team in receptions. And oh, he it was a three, it was a parlay. So he missed, missed, and then also Olave leads the team in yards receiving. So he got that one, but he missed the other two, so he doesn't get it. I said MT punches CJGJ in a game. Did he punch? Nope, didn't happen. No. Uh, ben said Jameis or Michael Thomas wins comeback player of the year. <laughs> Scott said Will Lutz wins comeback player of the year. Jeff said Will Lutz wins three games for us. I think he actually lost three games for us. Probably. Wesley said Juwan Johnson has more touchdowns than Kyle Pitts. That's the one. So that's always a trusty, reliable to win. Mm-hmm. Jason, nice. you said that no Saints tight end catches more than 25 catches. 42. Yeah. Okay. Damn, he did. So, yeah. So that ain't happening for okay. you. Uh, ben said Taysom scores more than eight touchdowns. And that's any any kind of touchdown, I guess. He had two passing. He had seven rushing. That's more than eight. Two plus seven. He had two receiving. So look at that. Oh, wow. So there you go. So Ben got that one. Taysom Hill, touchdown machine. Demario Davis leads the team in sacks. That was Scott. Did he? He had six and a half. He did not lead the team in sacks. He was third. Wesley, Kamara wins offensive player of the year. James' average points against us is less than 17. I doubt it. It's maybe in the back half of the season. That would have been close. Come on, accountant. Let's go. That's 20. Points in, yeah, that didn't count. Ben said, so yeah, James said average points against us is less than 17. It was actually 20. Ben said Camara breaks all time touchdown record in London. I don't believe that happened. No. Scott said the Saints finish as a top three offense and defense. Yeah. <laughs> Jason said all Saints top three receivers end up with 10 plus touchdowns. Uh, no. Nope. Thank you. Jeff said Jameis throws less than 13 interceptions. Technically, he was correct. I'm right. (laughs) Wesley says three games with less than seven points allowed. I think he might be right on that one. Well, we shut out the Raiders and Derek Carr. We had two shutouts this year, did we not? What did he say? What was the number? It was less than seven allowed. Three with less than seven allowed. All right, we... Let's no, see, we got we, shut out. Uh, no, we 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 only had one. We sh- we shut out the Raiders. That's it. Davenport, Jason, you said Davenport plays fifteen games. Davenport, <laughs> yep, he played fifteen games. And wow, how many, you sure? Yeah, he didn't see his stats. I mean, he got on the field. I don't think he appeared in the stats. He didn't have to start. Games. He just had to dress it's out. His, I guess it says games played fifteen. There you go. Wesley said Davenport plays fourteen games and gets fifteen plus sacks. He was only fourteen and a half short. <laughs> Wesley in the last one Wesley says Paulson Adebo leads the Saints in interceptions and is an all pro Ugh. so no he should he should have said leads the team in benchings all right so that is our bold prediction sure to go wrong and let's wind those it up might, with... those, that that might be our worst collection ever yeah but it was predictions sure to go wrong so oh, they went wrong. we were right yeah now however I will say so we got four of them right I got one Jason got one Wesley got one and Ben got one Last year we only had four correct as well. So okay. we're we're trending where we 
right yeah. on target. Although one of Ben, one of them last year was someone gets lost in Nashville. Uh, I think we didn't have if somebody gets lost in London. <laughs> yeah, we should have that, that right. <laughs> Final thoughts, takebacks, apologies. What do we got? We don't want to talk last of us. That could be your final thought. I don't want that to be my final thought. Well, then it'll be my final thought. I thought this episode was incredible. (laughs) I thought the the suspense when, yeah, when the the thing crashed and out they come and you're just like, holy shit. And we finally get to meet a bloater. A bloater was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's just the show just continues to excel. And it's I know there I know it's got a giant budget, which helps it. But man, it's just written so well. It's everything The Walking Dead couldn't be. And um, I can't believe we only have four episodes left, but it's 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 so great. And the ratings keep climbing. It's it's such a great freaking show. I don't know why I said freaking and not fucking, but (laughs) Ellie would have said Ellie would have said fucking. I'm I'm just I'm 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 enjoying it so much. It's it's great. Kathleen, the lady who played her did such a good job to make her just like. You couldn't tell at first whether you liked her or not, but then like like in in the prior episode, but in this episode, you kind of really see like just I mean, she was dead set on getting Henry like that was her only fucking priority. It's that's the one thing the writers have been able to do, because it seems like pretty much whoever you meet is going to end up dying. So they've got to find a way to make you care about their deaths. And that's. That's what they did with her. And I mean, if you think about it, her she was so blind to just getting revenge on Henry that she doomed her entire crew. She doomed him. She couldn't just let him go. And I thought it was ironic that, you know, her little speech at the end where she's like, kids die. It happens every day. And then she gets killed by a kid. Oh, yeah, uh, that was infected. That was a choice they made. If you listen to the HBO podcast of the the making of it, like they talk about it's you know one person from the show, one person from the game, and a host, and they're talking about you know the differences that they make with the show and why they make the choices they make, and they yes intentionally had her for that poetic justice because of that comment and how she's yeah, and then just like the more ruthless somebody is, like the more I don't want to say it'll be the more just their death <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like the dude getting his head ripped off oh, yeah, yeah by the bloater that by was the bloater crazy yeah and then uh and apparently know, they were they were originally wanted him to rip the guy at the yeah the guy apart at the waist yeah but they were like it just didn't it wasn't realistic because mm. the human body doesn't rip there as easily so if a bloater gets you it will <laughs> apparently it sounds like they, they, they didn't kill that bloater did they nope no it's, yeah it's uh, very they hard made to... a comment in that podcast that you like essentially they were like they, their general rule is that you you can kill bloaters in the game but you ain't yeah. killing them in the show <clears throat> it's no. very hard to and it's very difficult to kill a bloater in the game very difficult well i mean i could imagine it takes a lot of ammunition well i mean you got to use like explosives yeah they mentioned it was some kind of like nail bomb or something yeah 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 and then it's just it's what you had the one-two punch of of that scene and then the scene at the end yeah with sam and yeah shows he's got been it's just it's crushing when you and you know ellie she doesn't know what to do she tried to help with her blood that being a kid she doesn't know if it's gonna work or not it's like oh yeah my blood's magic it's medicine and then he's sitting there on the bed and you know his he's turned away and she's like hey and like oh wait he's deaf (laughs) he can't hear you and then she walks over and sees you know you think maybe there's a chance that he's okay but no it's and it's it's just sad because henry had to just instinct 
shot him and then he realized holy shit what did i just do and then it's just got to be so brutal you spend your whole life protecting the safety of this kid and now the kid's gone so like it's like how can you live with you it's it's just brutal man but again it's it shouldn't be any any surprise because the 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 co-creator of it is the guy who did chernobyl which was just so suspenseful so yeah uh, once i knew that that's who was doing it i had faith that it it was going to be really really good and it's lived up to like i didn't have a ton of expectations because i didn't know a lot about it but it has exceeded everything that 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 i thought it could i would agree uh my final thoughts LSU baseball finally starts this weekend. So I'm very excited about that. LSU is ranked number one in many publications this year. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be a good year, hopefully. And with that, that's all the show we have for you right now. Uh, We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. Uh, Follow us on Facebook. Look for Dome Patrol podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dome Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol UK. I would say also that now that the Super Bowl is over and the 2022 NFL season is officially over, uh, we are going to take a little bit of a break uh, and recharge our batteries. And so we are probably not going to have an episode next week. Uh, We may go to an every other week schedule for the off season. We'll see what happens. Um, Or we might have to do a Last of Us podcast (laughs) recap. I don't know. Uh, For those of you who are longtime listeners, you know how we do. In the offseason, there are no rules. We're not going to be creating news, manufacturing news where there isn't. We're not covering the fucking combine. Okay? (laughs) It's not news. All right. So you can listen to us on all of your podcast apps, or you can listen to us the old-fashioned way at Dome Patrol Podcast. Deck out. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, 2022 NFL donkeys. Good night. Who that nation? Oh,